there that nobody's even in. I know. No. I agree. It's not come on. I agree. So if we have to manage our time or figure something out, we got to do it. All right, here we go. It's a party up here. Okay. Whatever. Well, this episode is going to be fun for Thursday, December 29th. That's upload day. first 60 seconds of this episode of Cadillac Check My Second Act. Learn how to stalk your boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, significant other, partner, how to stalk their social media like a pro. Donna's a sneaky little snake. You could have written this article yourself. I had a song to the Spotify Hype Song playlist this episode, a number one hit from 1968. We've never gone back this far. It's a salute to those that gave up their holiday to make sure that you were warm in your home for the holiday with family and friends. And we'll wrap this episode with a round of Dead or Not Dead. Episode 327, Cadillac Jack, My Second Act, starts right now. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends. We talk about pop culture, current events, and music, and social media. And uh, often endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. This is episode 327 of Cadillac Jack, my second act for Thursday, December the 29th. Hello, Donna. Welcome in. You like to talk about uh, men dressing like Yellowstone, the, the show you, on Paramount. Can you pause Paramount, it? I will not. Paramount Network streaming. Go ahead. So if you have if you have a man in your life, like a, a real man who likes to dress like, you know. Cowboy. The, yeah, these characters like on Yellowstone. I think it is so funny. I have all these people that are coming into the, into my retail store lately, and they want to dress like these characters, like on the show. And I have a full disclosure: I've never seen an episode. I need, so what are they dressed like? So it's like an upscale cowboy. Like um, it's just hilarious. But what's so funny to me is that it's the women who want the guys to dress this way. Like I'm not a hundred percent sure these men really want to dress this way. Um, but these women are like all into it. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see him dressed up like this, you know? So if you want to dress. Who's the star of the show? Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner. Yeah. Kevin Costner's on the show. And, um, we've got Beth Dutton and we've got Rip. If you know any of the characters, you know, Beth and you know, Rip and, um, you know, Case and you know, John. And these are some, these are some men. So it's like Montana base, I believe, or somewhere out in that area. Yeah. And I mean, it's like upscale. upscale, Well, but it's upscale. It's upscale Western. It's like a, it's almost like a Ralph Lauren ad, but some of it is Wranglers and some of it is, you know, that kind of thing. But it's just so funny because now everybody's like, you know, they're, I mean, I can see it. I can even see it in our like fall line from my store. It's like this olive drab colors and these hats and just everything. And then, you know, Beth Dutton and her like dresses and you've got these boots, these square toed Justin work boots and the vests and the chaps that old case wears. Mm, yes. So, um, work gloves, just the whole thing. So it's like completely changed the way that men are dressing right now. Like it's to- totally taken away that metrosexual, super tight joggers and Henley shirts and all that stuff. And it's switched around to like this rugged Western look. And these guys are like going for it, like in droves. It's hilarious. Like Filson vest and jackets and all I this kind of stuff. Here, Skindler.com, Skindler.com. And it breaks down every episode of Yellowstone and what they were wearing. Like, for instance, John Dutton, 
Yellowstone Season 4 Kevin Costner Brown Quilted Jacket, $219. Yeah, you can get the whole um, outfit. And Rip wears these uh, Rip sunglasses are um, Ray-Ban square sunglasses. So they've completely come back in style. So I think it's funny how like one show can change, like pop culture can change the way that we dress, the way everyone look. dresses and the way we think and what we find attractive and all of that kind of stuff. So I think it's good because I know there were a lot of men who for a while were kind of like, eh, they're over this whole like super tight girly guy look. So I think it's like bringing back in the whole Western like man look. You know? Why have we, why would I watch this show? I've had probably three people over the break over Christmas say to me, what do you think about Yellowstone? And I say to them, I, I haven't watched an episode and they're like, you gotta be kidding me. Well, you don't, I, I, I you don't really watch TV, but you know, I don't I, watch a whole lot. Of TV, I've, I've started, I mean, I've watched an episode or two. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I think it takes a little bit of time to get into it. So um, I may give it another whirl. There's a lot of episodes. So I got to get going if I'm going to do this. Where did I find also? We posted it in the letter not too long ago. It's a, um, a website. I'll find it and post it again in this Saturday's issue. Since we're talking about Yellowstone right now, um, where the new, you know, it's, it's, this show is also exposing new artists and, and specifically new country artists and their music. And there are country artists that, that kind of like TikTok are getting, getting developed and, 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 and signed and exposed because of their contribution to an episode of this show. Lainey Wilson is an example of that. She uh, was, was, you know, her music was heard like in the first season and now she's a, not a full-time cast member, but she's gotten a couple of uh, uh, recurring roles or a recurring role on the show. And there was a website where they track every single song in every episode of the show in all four seasons. I think there's four. And uh, who it is and uh, what artist it is in the song and where you can download it, direct links to download it. So we'll repost that in uh, issue 145 of the letter. It'll hit your inbox 910. This Saturday is a component of the e-newsletter component of the podcast and radio show, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7 on the Bear 92.5. This is big. You haven't dated just one guy in a long time. You cleared the whole roster. I cleared the bench. Hey, what's wrong? Housekeeper called. A pipe burst in the bathroom. So you're going to Connecticut now? I gotta think of it. I'm looking for Mark. You must be his housekeeper. <laughs> no, I'm his wife, Kate. <gasps> is this some kind of strippergram or something? We teased this before... Um, we have to take a little break. Ten ways to stalk your boyfriend's social media like a pro. We didn't pay it off, and we both said that we're trying to do better about paying all things that are teased within an episode of this podcast. It's a tough world of stalking out there. Be sure you're doing it right. Learn some more lessons from the other women. Available now on Digital HD, and that's uh, the clip you heard just right there was from uh, the other woman. Came out in 2014, I think, with uh, Nicki Minaj, Cameron Diaz. And a few other ladies. Take screenshots of his Instagram pictures. So you can zoom in on people in his photos. Why would you do that, Donna? Do you think? Why are you doing a screen grab rather than just pinching and grabbing the uh, actual Instagram post? I have no idea. So that you don't double tap it and like it ah. by accident. Got it. Because then there's a uh, there's a record, there's a history of you being on the page. Yes. And he may think that you or she, and again, we're, we're not, uh, what do we say when we tease this? This is not a, uh, we're not framing this in one particular way. Male, female, it, it can apply to anybody. It can apply to to uh, husbands and wives, spouses, and boyfriends, girlfriends, and partners, and whoever you may have in your life. All of the above. Just a bunch of shady shits that you got to look after. Look for smudges on his phone that correspond to the numbers in his password. That's just, it seems like a lot of effort. I don't know. Now everything's done with your face, though, so that's harder to do. Tap into this little-known resource. It's number three on the list. If he leaves his Facebook open on your computer... It's definitely fair game to look. 
click the more tab and then archived and you'll find all the messages he thinks or she thinks or they think they have deleted on the list of 10 ways to stalk your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner social media like a pro google their cell phone number and email address instead of their name you'll be able to see where they've been putting down their contact info like in a sneaky chat room perhaps uh, get an i thought this is good get an app that sends you straight to voicemail you can reach the voicemail of the mysterious numbers in their phone undetected and finally find out who he's been calling. So in other words, if you just dial the number direct that you've been, that you've marked or where'd you say you can see them on Verizon.com, mm-hmm. you can go back and see the history of, of every person that they've called. You can take those numbers. And if you just dial them direct, the person may pick up the phone right, and say, hello, but you don't want that, right? You want their voicemail and you want to, you know, you want to hear the message that says, hi, this is Kenny. Hi, this is Amy, whatever. If you download an app that sends you straight to their voicemail or any voicemail, then you get the voicemail immediately and there's no record of you calling. They don't know that you ever called the number. Very sneaky. Pretty sneaky. Pretty sneaky. That's what it's all about. Uh, Enable his send read receipts. Do you have send read? You don't, do you? Mm -mm. I don't either. For a lot of different reasons. They're suggesting here, number eight, that you, I guess, break into their phone and then turn on the little toggle switch to send read receipts. So you know when he's actually just ignoring your texts. Or she. Or she. True, true, true. LinkedIn, make sure you log out of LinkedIn because if you search, if you if you go find someone, seek someone out on LinkedIn, it shows when you hit the profile. Did you know that? Mm-mm. That you can see people who have oh yeah, that have who have your, seen your profile. Yeah, that have viewed your profile. So yeah. if you're logged out, it's not going to show that history. And then it wraps by saying in this uh comprehensive list of 10 ways to stalk your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner social media, like a pro, make sure that you clear your history at the end of your investigation. Clear your search history after doing any of the above. Why? Because you are the person that you're stalking. Uh, I would imagine the person that you're stalking because you're on their, you're on their uh, computer. And if they saw in the history that, you know, they didn't hit, I don't know, LinkedIn or didn't download an app that, that, that that sends you straight voicemail. I don't know. I have a theory about all this. And that is is that, well, I think some people like who are just sketchy as crud, (sighs) are always going to be sketchy as crud. And right. it's because they're addicted to being sketchy as crud, if that makes sense. I think that sometimes like if instead of stalking that person and giving them the, um, it's almost like the juice that they need for the addiction. Oh my God. Yes. This person's always stalking me. You know, they're always looking out after me and I've got all these people chasing after me and wanting to know what I'm doing. It's kind of like sometimes when you just say to that person, um, you can move on or, and I'm going to move on. That's what I'm going to do with my time. It's not quite as exciting. The real life of like being a sketchy person this sometimes is, drama. is not as exciting as the sneaking around on other people and doing sketchy shit. And I, I mean, that is a psychological reality, but I've also heard people say that, that they've had people in their lives who have just been, you know, always up to just no good and sneaking around and they're never where they're supposed to be and you can't find them and, Somebody will ask them where they are and they, they don't tell the truth. And it's almost like that person's like, he, he, like they're giddy because I don't know how to explain it because they're pulling something over on someone. And when they start to have to live their real life, which is that they're just a sketchy sketch, it's right. not quite as exciting for them because well, then they don't have someone pining away that they've complained about is so annoying. They don't have that person doing that anymore. That person's moved on with their life. And it's like, yet yeah, now you're just, Leading your next sketchy life my point. with think, your next person. Do they move on, though, and find another victim? 
Well, I'm sure it's the next person that they're in, in a relationship with, because if you don't value that, you don't value it. It doesn't, Matter. matter the person. No, it doesn't. It's your character and what you're willing to do and lay down and, and put out there. So I just think a lot of times if you, and it's hard to do for people who are in relationships where, you know, you still halfway or you care a lot about the person. And then the more you start to find out, you care less about the person. And then you realize that they don't really care about you. So you eventually come around. Some people, it takes a lot longer. Then I think like when you move on, then that person's kind of at a loss because they're like, well, wait a minute. You know, now I just have to live with my sketchy self, if that makes sense. So or I think they can find someone who's sketchy. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. Mean, they, right. Because two sketchy people can make a right. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I, and I think that they would, I think if you're in a relationship and they're two sketchy people, you're going to have a hard time having a relationship. Because, sketch on each other. Well, because it's based, most relationships are based on like trust and intimacy. And that's going to be hard to have with two sketchy people. You're going to constantly be one. And I know people that are in relationships with two sketchy people, and it doesn't go well because they're, they, neither one of them ever believes what the other person is saying or doing, which is really a cruddy way to live. Because and, of the history. And that's the moral of this whole like segment is if you're in- and This one, segment, by the way, let me say this. This segment is, is, this is, this is, and this is all from BuzzFeed, which is questionable in itself. Um, is this is entertainment? We're not suggesting that you go out and stalk anybody. While no, but is, I think a lot of people legal, do. No, no, I think it's very prevalent. Most relationships- it's happened. If, if it's not happening in your current relationship, you have been in a relationship where you have stalked someone or they've stalked you or whatever. And I just think that the moral of the, of the, of the message, and especially if you have girls or boys who are dating and that kind of thing, is don't waste your freaking time. Here's what you do. Just move on. Just go, get, go start a new life. Go, go live your life instead of living someone else's life trying to find them. I told you there's that great meme, and I think it applies here, where someone said, hey, you know, do you want me to tell you what your ex-boyfriend or your, your ex-girlfriend is up to? And they're like, no, because I spent 15 years or however long, four years trying to figure that wait, out. Wait, stop. Back up. One more time now. The meme says what? The meme says, hey, do you want to know what your, um, you want, you want to know what your ex, just say ex, because it can be boyfriend, girlfriend, anybody, what your ex is up to. Well, how would this person know? Because they're like friends with them all. Oh, I see. Okay. And they're, like, out. Okay, they're like, no, because I spent my entire relationship trying to figure that out. <laughs> I can't believe he would lie. You smell amazing. What is that? I think it's just sweat. So what do you want to do? I want him to feel pain. We should kick him in the balls. No, I really like the way your brain works, but I think we're going for something a little bit bigger. I found this. He's stealing from his partners. So let's find the money and ruin him. Put the lawyer, the wife, and the boobs together, and we know how to do it just as shady as he does. <laughs> I thought you were giving him hormones. I am. Not for a pre-op transsexual. I look like I need a bra. I think you're going through manopause. Manopause? Uh Uh-huh. Is it a little... Are you kidding me? Oh, mistress number three. If we find any more mistresses, I'm going to have to send her to rehab. Still to come during this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act, round of dead or not dead. Something that we're good at, something we're good at, is not knowing if celebrities are alive or dead and so we turned it into a segment called dead or not dead it's coming up during this episode of Cadillac Jack my second act and uh, here's uh, here's how it goes down here's what it sounds like probably seeing double I have two guns one for each of you back it up now Tombstone was the movie is that Sam Elliott Val Kilmer 
is Val Kilmer. Oh, unfortunately, I know this because I saw Top Gun and they had to CGI him in. He is dead, isn't he? I, I, Actually, he, no, I think he's just dog. sick. He's, he's sick. A, he had throat okay, cancer. I don't like this game. Cadillac Jack. So we, uh, I'm going to do that coming up, Don. Would you like a, here, here's the one that you're going to have. A celebrity that you're going to have um, when we do this in the final segment of the show. Could be a politician, could be a singer, could be a musician, could be an actor, actress, movie star, star of television. I got no respect from anyone. Well, last Christmas, my kid wanted a BB gun. I gave him a BB gun. He gave me a sweatshirt with a bullseye in the back. Is that a celebrity? Dead or not dead? One of the five that we're going to tell us that to Donna. Coming up later in this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act. 1600 Brownsboro Road, Gainesville is where he goes. We're going to find Donna. Ask for Donna. Ask for the Wolfman. Got Marilyn, Donna's daughter up there. Wolfman's granddaughter. Family-owned small business. And uh, Donna's got the original showroom. Been there for 40 plus years. She has like five different warehouses around Gainesville where she stores the inventory that uh, five or six, seven trucks a week deliver to uh, to Gainesville. What do they deliver, Cadillac and Donald? Well, they deliver great quality furniture at reasonable, very reasonable prices for every room in your house. Gallery furniture. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Ask for Donna and ask for Here's my Donna now. Yeah, it's the end of the year, and everybody is starting to kind of look ahead at what they want to do to their house um, at the beginning of the year. I think the end of the year, you always sort of take an assessment of like, okay, this is what I need. This is what I need. I'm doing that right now. We're doing that right now. And um, it's a great time to go up and get furniture. And so if you have been wanting something, or if you're going to kind of do one room at a time, like we've suggested, maybe you just do a couple of things. You don't have to do a whole redo of your house always, but maybe just like one or two pieces that are going to refresh a room and make everything feel new. Um, gallery is a great place to do that. And I will say a lot of places that you go, it's hard to find just kind of single pieces, like everything's sort of placed together. And, you know, when you want to buy one chair, they're like, no, you know, it really goes with this whole ensemble. And you're like, I know, but I don't want the whole ensemble. I just need a chair. And so Don and them are the perfect place to shop for those types of things because they have rugs, they have um, lamps, they have end tables, they have media consoles. You know, if you've got a new TV and you're going to refresh a room, maybe you got a TV for Christmas, that was your present to yourself, and you've got kind of a media room thing that you're setting up. They've got great consoles to put and hide all those wires and boxes and streaming things and all that good stuff. So um, they're a great place to go to get those odds and end pieces. Donna takes care of you, just like she does her employees that have been there for, for most of them for decades. Uh, a lot of the folks that you're going to run into today Gainesville at Gallery Furniture in Gainesville also worked for her dad for the Wolfman. She takes care of her customers the same way. Okay. She goes, she just goes out of her way to make sure you have a great experience that you are taken care of. They deliver to your home. You can uh, put it on top of your key and drive it home today when you find it on the showroom floor, too. 1600 Brownsburg Road, Gainesville. If you have six months on the job and a checking account, guaranteed financing. Guaranteed financing at Gallery Furniture, Gainesville on Instagram. The follow is Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Ask for the Wolfman at Gallery Furniture, Gainesville. My second act, partnership proud of uh, also at uh, Fable Four. It's north of Fable Square. Glen Street, Fayetteville, FableFourGA.com online. Powertrain warranty, the lifetime powertrain warranty. It's a gift to you, the customer at no cost. That's what you get when you purchase a brand new Ford or something from the pre-owned lot, too. And Fable Ford, Cadillac Jack for Fable Ford, simply different. Brightmore Healthcare, thank you for your partnership. And you can explore 327 episodes now of this podcast when you fly Atlanta's hometown airline Delta, including episode 302 from February 8th of this year, when we had this conversation about Donna's bucket list 
that includes executing a pit maneuver on an interstate after spotting a vehicle that is wanted during an active Amber Alert. Today, as I'm driving 985 northbound, an Amber Alert is issued for a black Subaru Legacy. Do you know what that is, a car? I have no idea. Can you imagine, though, if today you were traveling and you happened to be behind the wheel of a black Subaru Legacy? Let me tell you something. If I'm behind you and you are behind the wheel of a black Subaru Legacy, what's going to happen? I will do a pit maneuver. Like, if I get those Amber Alerts, I feel like it's my responsibility to find that person. You know how when they have them on the overhead, um, yeah, like the signs on the highway and stuff? Like when I pass under one of those and I see it and my phone goes off and say it's like that, like, well, let's just say a super, but like it's like a green Toyota Corolla. I'm like, I'm on it. Imagine if you're the person who turns that in and does like the, the thing that they do where you like safely bring that car to the side of the road. They don't want you doing that. What do, you, what do they call that? Like when you come in, like you come in like Bodoo, but then you sort of just like almost like herd them like a sheep over into like the right lane or whatever. That's on my bucket list to take down someone on an Amber Alert. Episode title was It's Dead. All right. Next topic. Donna and her bucket list item of a pit maneuver on an interstate during an active Amber Alert. In addition to exploring the podcast episodes on Delta, you can also explore three hype song playlists for three different seasons. Seated safely and comfortably, just engage the infotainment center aboard any Delta plane. Every episode of this podcast, we add two songs to the Spotify hype song playlist. Maybe something that we have uh, just discovered that we think you would enjoy. Maybe something that we've rediscovered. Might be something that uh, has a tie to uh, something we're talking about. Any of the above. We always think that it's a song that you will enjoy. And this episode, Donna, you're adding... Uh, an artist named Dylan Marlowe. Dylan Marlowe. The name of the song is Why Do We Break Up Again? Why Do We Break Up Again? Here is a piece of it for you. Dylan have any other music? Yeah, no, he's amazing. Oh, does he? Okay. I, mean, well, I don't mean it that way. I mean, but like, uh, does he have any radio singles? Or oh, anything? yeah. Well, he's from Statesboro, Georgia, and he wrote, um, he was actually the songwriter on the John Party hit, um, Last Night Lonely. He okay. Is, All right. He is one of the young guns who is writing um, a lot of new stuff that a lot of the artists are picking up, and he is uh, amazing. He, he's a great kid. He's going to be super successful, I'm telling you. Super successful. Dylan Marlowe, why did we break up again? I'm going with a number one hit from 1968. I think this is the farthest we've ever gone back on the Spotify Hype Song playlist for any of the uh, current three seasons. Billboard magazine ranked this as his third greatest hit of all time. Third of many, many, many. This song was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 2000 and 2019, just uh, four years ago. This song was selected by the Library of Congress for preservation in the National Recording Registry for being, quote, culturally and historically significant. I picked this song as a salute to all of those that gave up their holiday and gave up their Christmas to make sure that we were warm in our home with our friends and family. Glenn Campbell from 1968. Wichita Lineman. I like it. And if it snows that stretch down south won't ever stand And I need you more than one. 
Wichita lineman is still on the line. A great song. Can you name num- uh, another hit from Glen Campbell? Uh, I love Glen Campbell, but I can't think of one. But I, I'm thinking. Glen Campbell, come on, yeah, Glen Campbell. I'm thinking of the uh, R.E.M. rendition of uh, Wichita Lineman, which was really good, I had no too. idea they cut that. Yep. They covered Wichita Lineman. Yep. Okay, well, do a song and dance or something real quick. i got to find that. Mm, Tell us a joke, Donna. Come on. I don't really have one. I have no clue. There you go. And I want you for all time. September 15th, 1995. Is this Michael Stipe? Yes. All right, add those two songs to the Spotify Heights on playlist. Uh, we will release uh, season four coming up on the first episode of the new year. And Donnie, you have a name for this, uh, this season. We're not revealing that, though, until we uh, add the first two songs to it. That'll That's be the first right. episode of 2023. As we begin our fourth year of this podcast on January 8th, 2023. Are you ready, Donna, for a round of dead or not dead? I mean, I guess. I don't feel like I do well with this game. We'll try to get five in. Um, we, We struggle in conversations about celebrities and pop culture stories about whether or not the person, the, 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 the target in the story is alive or dead. And so we've turned it into a segment called alive or dead. No, it's dead or not dead. Donna is, right. is the name of the segment. Dead or not dead. That's scary. Like their voice is scary. What did you do to yourself? There? Uh, some sort of special effects. Okay, I don't want scary. Okay, it's just as bad. Like we should know whether people are alive or not. Can you not Google? Is Rick I Ben's am, and alive? it's it's unclear as it's of just unclear. Dis- oh, he looks horrible. Is he dead? He's got to be right. Yes, he is. is he alive or dead? I'm going with dead. It says right here he died back in 2002. So it's been a while. He looked horrible. I mean, he chose the road death travel, not not the road less travel, but death travel. I'll play you a clip, Donna. An audio clip, you identify the individual, and then you're charged with the task of telling us whether or not they are dead or not dead. Not dead or alive, dead or not dead. But it's a double game. I have to first identify the person. Let's, let's just have fun with it. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to give it my all. Here comes your first Here we go. target with dead or mm, not dead. I got this. Listen okay, carefully. here we go. To those waiting with bated breath for that favorite media catchphrase, the U-turn, I have only one thing to say. You turn if you want to. Yeah, it's Queen Elizabeth. She's dead. Okay, she, no, it's not Queen Elizabeth, though. Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. Indeed, she, Donna. She's indeed. Dead. She's dead. Ring-a-ding-ding. All right, is Margaret Thatcher dead or not dead? She is dead. She is dead, indeed, Donna. Yeah, I got it. Okay, I'm, I feel good. I feel good. First one, you're in. Yeah. You're in. All right. I don't got no respect from anyone. Well, last Christmas, my kid wanted a BB gun. I gave him a BB gun. He gave me a sweatshirt with a bullseye in the back. I know who this is. Uh, who is that? that? I know who this is. This who is, is that? that? Um, this is that guy that's very sweaty, and he wore. It's not like Joe Pesci, but it's like. It's, don't tell me he wore like a um, like the wife beater thing, and he always had this. Rodney Dangerfield. 
Very well done, Donna. Comedian, he's dead as a doornail. Comedian Rodney Dangerfield. You say is dead. De- dead as a doornail. He's, he's he's dead. He's he's not dead. He's dead as a doornail. He's, he's dead. Okay. All yeah. right, Donna. Congratulations. Two okay, I think I'm getting better. I do. I think I'm getting better. All right. Target number three. Here we go. He's a uh, music artist. He's on stage here with a special group, a special, very special band. This is a big night. Please welcome. They tell you who they're welcoming to the stage. They give it away, Don. Carefully. Who is that musical artist right there? He's performing with the Almond Brothers, by the way. Okay, that is, um, that is Van Morrison. No. Listen carefully to just the uh, singing part one more time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that is... He's, a, uh, he's, he's from across the pond. He's, he, Margaret Thatcher was a big fan. Yeah, okay, of him. Okay, so that son Connor's is... dead. Oh, okay, that is... Um, oh, that's Eric Clapton. It's Eric Clapton. Is Eric Clapton dead or not dead? Well, he's alive. He's, okay, well, he's not dead, Donna. We okay, he, alive. He's, not, he's not dead. Okay, yeah, congratulations. He's, yeah. Three in a row. Okay, see, I think the ones you gave me last time were just too obscure, because now I'm doing really well. Okay, like, fine. I'm on a roll. Here we go. Number okay, four. Yes, number right. four, five. Number four mm-hmm. of five. One small step oh, for man, one giant leap for mankind. Who we got there? Who we got there? Okay, is that, that, that's not Tom Hanks, but like he played him in a movie, like the Apollo. Oh, he's, he's an astronaut. I have to go around the bend to get to the bend. So I think that that is like that, and it's not the girl, Sally Ride, because she's not alive, because I saw that, and that the Challenger blew up. That is, what's that old fella? He's the first man to walk on the moon. Yeah, the old guy. Um Oh, he is um, Neil Armstrong. Okay, name. yes. Okay, Neil, Neil, Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong dead or well, not? He's dead. dead. He's dead. 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 He's dead. Cubed. He's Donna, dead. Dead. First one answer. Oh my God! Is he alive? He's alive. I don't believe it. Oh wait a minute! No, he's dead. Okay, he's see, dead. I'm my telling bad. you. My bad. My bad. He died of complications following a uh, cardiovascular surgery. Okay, I don't want to know in what. 2012 happened. in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh my God. Okay, yes. He became the first person to uh, to walk on the moon. What year, Donna? Do you have any idea? I'll give you three 60s. over, three under. It's he was 60s, in the okay. 60s, 1962. That would be uh, that would be incorrect, Donna. Let me take incorrect. Okay, okay, but I was close. Uh, not within three though. Three under over. Nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, and he was uh, cute when he was younger. He like he like he, later in life he was like cuddly and he had like the like furry ears and stuff. But when he was like they showed pictures of him when he was uh, younger, he was so good looking. Okay, handsome fellow, Neil Armstrong, fella. American yep. astronaut. Yes, he is not with us. He is he's uh, dead. He's dead. Final one. You ready? How you feeling? I'm four okay. for four from the movie Forty Eight Hours, starring Eddie Murphy. You're gonna hear Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy in this is clip. alive. Eddie, no, no, stop, please, stop. Uh, Eddie Murphy's not the target with this clip. It's the guy that's with him in this scene. Jack Cates was this guy's character. Listen carefully. All right, Cates, look. If I lose, i tell you everything you want to know. All right, you got a deal. Hell, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to even give you my badge. You said bullshit and experience is all it takes, right? Right. Come on and experience some of my bullshit. He's a Golden Globe Award winner for Best Actor. All right. Nominated yes. for the Academy Award for Best Actor for the 91 film The Prince of Tides. Born, uh, not Montel. February 8th, Montel, Jordan, or the talk show host? Montel. Wait, no, neither, okay, like he, okay, okay. February 8th, 1941, he was born, he, uh... Well, he's old, so he's dead. Omaha. He's dead. Nick Nolte is the American actor. Oh, Nick Nolte, okay, yes, he is dead. Donna. Uh-huh. Nick Nolte is not dead. He's oh, actually yeah. not dead. Well, he's almost dead, he's I guarantee you. He's close, he's, he's close. close. He's barely hanging on, God bless him. Yes. And if you go online and you, you read the interwebs and things, uh, there's a lot of, com- there's a lot of, um... 
several times recently, there's been reports that he's, he's passed. He's dead, yeah. Yes, and, he, and, and, and at last check, before we started recording this podcast, maybe it's changed in the past 50 minutes. Now I'm going to tell you something that would piss but, uh, me he off. Was, uh, he, was, he was not dead. Okay, I'm going to tell you something that would mm-hmm. piss me off. What's that? If, if I'm one of those people who they keep reporting is dead, but I'm not dead, and I don't have any part in that reporting, that would make me so mad. Because what happens is every time you get reported dead after that, what happens? there's a little less interest. Because people are like, yeah, happens. well, because they're like, she already died. Was and like crying like, sheep. Yeah, and they're like, no, the she, but you didn't have any part. And they're like, no, she didn't die. This time she really died. And they're like, I don't know. Like, I think she's already dead. Like, it, it's too much. And then it's just like, you don't get the same fanfare as you would if you just out and out died. Because you, know? you died four times in the public. Well, but you side. didn't. Right. Yeah. But in the eye of the public, you have. Yeah, and that's just bull. And the, the, we don't have any more research, uh, resources to devote to your passing. Because right, four exactly. times now, we stopped down to, to, to grieve. And turns well, out and you, like you look through your pictures you and found a meme with yeah. that person, yeah. and yeah. like you're like, okay, yes, I'm going to, yeah. And then they're, they're it's alive. Bullshit. It's bullshit, Donna, that's what it is. Oh right, you did quite well. What was your, uh, what was your record? You got Margaret Thatcher, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Did you get Rodney Dangerfield right? You did. I did. Uh, Clapton. Yes. You got right. Uh, Neil Armstrong, you got wrong. No, I got right. You That's got right. wrong. That's right. I got that one wrong. Correct. Okay. So you got one. You got four. You're four and one with this round. Yes. Well done. Well done. Grateful for pod support from Awesome Alpharetta. Play while, stay while, find your awesome in Awesome Alpharetta. We'd love to see you here for New Year's Eve. That is uh, today's Thursday for listening on Upload Day. Today's the 29th. So New Year's Eve is Saturday and all kinds of stuff going on here in beautiful Awesome Alpharetta. Uh, updated list uh, being updated daily at awesomealpharetta.com. List of all the celebrations and events and places you can go and have a good uh, safe time. With us here in Alpharetta. Uh, thank you, T-Mobile, for your support. Home internet, internet freedom. Free yourself from internet BS. Reliable home internet for 50 bucks a month. Guests of the My Second Night Podcast state properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. The brands you know, depend on, and trust by Paramount, Hilton, and Weston. You'll find Paramount properties in areas like Atlanta, downtown at Georgia Tech, Baton Rouge, Knoxville, Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill, Savannah, LaGrange, Carrollton, and three properties in Noonan, Georgia. And Brightmore Healthcare. Thank you for your love and support of Cadillac Jack, my second act. Anything before we go, Donna? Nope, that's it. Stay warm. Uh, could you uh, quickly, if you don't mind, look up a uh, record label. I need to do some credits here for, for Dylan, if you don't mind, what record label is he on? Uh, audio for this episode from 20th Century Fox and The Other Woman. The archives of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, the BBC Press Office, Capricorn Records for the Almond Brothers, Polydor Records for Air Clapton, Paramount Pictures for 48 Hours, Glenn Campbell and Capitol Records, IRS Records, Warner Records, and R.E.M., Dylan Marlowe, and Play It Again Music. Our thanks to executive producers Hans Appen and Carl Appen, production assistants from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios here in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act part of the Appen Podcast Network. 